Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up, get on up. Get up, get on up. Stay on the scene. Get on up. Like a sex machine. Get on up. Get up, get on up. Sam and Greg. Yep, in for John and Hugh on this day after the 26th day of December. Everybody's getting ready to just kind of let the Christmas festivities die down and just enjoy this day. And Sam and I are going to be with you for the next four hours. We say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a have Merry Christmas yeah. to you folks in Noonan. Not in Noonan. In Only Noonan. The Cougars. Yeah. Hello to the good folks down in Kaida County. <laughs> Kaida? Kaida. Not Kaida. Kaida County. How y'all doing down there, 85? There you go. Exactly. Well, it, listen, we, we made it, We man. are the theme in the background for you to take your stuff back to the mall. That's right. That's, that's if you exactly. you take your stuff back, we're going to keep you company. And I'm going to tell you what, if you've got to get <laughs> off the connector at 10th Street and you're going up toward Peachtree Street, that intersection, at least an hour or so ago, had some ice on it. There was some kind of water that came from someplace. I didn't. I missed the memo because I didn't see it on 14th Street. I didn't see any other Big yeah. intersection here. And that might have been something with some with some water main or some pipes. Might have stuff been. like that. But it was it was slushy. It's, it's been the weather the last couple of weeks, the last couple of days, they would have done something to some pipes and there might be some fluid. So be careful. Yeah, if yeah be out. careful. Uh, yeah. especially early here before the sun comes up. Uh we may have some of that happen. <sighs> yeah. We're gonna pace ourselves. Yeah. Been a while. First of all, we're seeing each other. We're we're, we're feet apart. Which, which hasn't happened there. Uh, and listen, as as the holidays play out, Sam and I are going to be a lot more, for lack of a better way to put it, in your face. Now, we're going to be there with New Year's Eve. We'll be with you New Year's Day. Yep. We'll be back here next Monday, uh, the so second. we accepting covered, covered dishes. And people are fixing stuff for New Year's yeah. Day. Y'all fixing whatever y'all cooking? I, I gave mine all away because I, I had to be good. Actually, yeah. I ate most of it yesterday. See, that's my yeah. problem. I'm not feeling good today. Yep, why? Because I ate, I cheated. You know, okay. I've been good lately, You've right? Been good. You've been real good. You've so been good. going into the holidays, I said, all right, I'm going to cheat some. And I have, you know, I mean, man, I almost messed up my mac and cheese, too. Really? That, yeah, that was that was a problem for me. But I was doing so much. And plus, I was helping Tracy out because she was having some back issues. And you don't, when people got to cook all over the place and then they got other things going on, yeah. you know, it's just yeah. a matter of time before somebody explodes if mm-hmm. something doesn't go right. So yeah. I was doing my best to help out with everything because otherwise I go back and sit down for me. Hey, you need some help? All right, let me come in here. And do yeah, you can't reach that pot? Okay, let me come up here because there was a whole lot of, <coughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you know, no, no, and so no. I couldn't have that. Yeah. No. Not but at all. it was, it was, it was, I had a blast as far as 
the celebration. Now, you know, I've mentioned this before. In my house, we do it on Christmas Eve because the kids come over, Mm -hmm. and then they spend Christmas Eve with us, and then on Christmas Day, they go to their father's house, okay? So, and now they like grown folks. They're they're way past 21. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So everybody is, you know. doing their thing. It's all adults now. Right. And, and, And Jesse had her cousin over. Oh, Piper. my goodness. So there was a lot of that. I got a picture to show you. Jesse Jesse pulled a Marine move. Oh, on, yeah. Well, when all oh, this cold weather hit, all this cold weather, you know, she starts, she ain't sleeping with us. You know, she's not supposed to. But inevitably, she jumps up, you know, early in the morning. Well, no, not so much on Christmas. Oh, uh-oh. Yeah, because it was all cold and everything. She jumped up and found her way at the foot of the bed. So I was like, you know what? It's Christmas. I'm, I'm going to let this go, right? When I was waking up to go start the day, yeah, her nose was like I turned over, and all of a sudden Jesse and I were breathing in the same air. She she was right there, like, and everybody that has a dog, they know what I'm talking yeah. about. She was right there, and I was like, you know what? Actually, it was one of those things that made it part of the day of of nothing but special events, yeah. little, little things like that. How special was that? Yeah, man. So that's and I got all the Jesse stuff to tell you, man. But how how was it at the Crenshaw? Okay, house? all right. It was great, man. That, I mean, man, there was so much stuff that <laughs> they ran out of wrapping paper. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just cracked up laughing. I said, when do you know you got too much stuff when you run out of wrapping paper? How you run out? Of, well, you, you get all kinds of okay, stuff. Okay, okay. But it, but it wasn't all for our house. It was something that was going to uh, relatives and stuff. But they just were putting it all together. And, some stuff they just said, well, they're going to have to get it like this. I said, all right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to tell you, you had me worried. I'm not going to do a deep dive into your business, but you you have felt better when we first talked yeah. about this show. Yeah. And you became kind of like a cliche, and we've all been there. And that's when you don't feel well over the holidays. Yeah. Something kind of, you know, some little gremlin got in your system. Man, and- it started out with a head cold, and I'm, I'm, I'm still winding down a little bit of it right now, but it just, you know, just kind of stayed in bed the last couple of days. Good thing there was uh, football. Yeah, it was football. It was mean football and chicken soup. I swear that's a song. Think so. Uh, It's a song from someplace. Mean mean football and chicken soup. Sammy Greg, Sports Radio, (laughs) 92.9thegame.com. What Santa Claus get you? What what Santa Claus bring you? Because I'm wearing some of mine. Okay, well. We got to do our other thing first, and then okay. we can talk back about that. Go, go for it. Yeah, because we got we got, we got Eric with his finger on the button. By the way, Merry Christmas, to Eric Slaughter, our producer. Yeah, so yeah. he'll bring him on and and, and get, bring him he's on been some here. stuff. Yeah, he has. He been he was working some of these days. We reached out to him and we wish him a Merry Christmas. And he was, we've all been there though. You've worked on television on Christmas. I worked in radio on Christmas. So you know, it's a, I don't bittersweet for a lot of folks. Yeah. But we salute the other people who had to work, and our, we will our first responders and. People who had to work and uh, had to be out and making sure things were especially considering the road conditions. Uh, folks had to get out and treat the roads. Especially that, on that 10th and that, Street. That brine stuff they had to put out on the freeway. Would so you call that? Brine. Brine? That's right. The stuff that they, they scatter out on the road. I thought that was salt. No, man. That's up north. We don't do that. Up you got some snow down here. Would you just. We don't, we don't do salt. See, we this is do. the problem I had when I we went up north. It's called brine. It's in a truck. It's a liquid form. I, okay, that's, okay, okay. now they, I know somebody. They, I just didn't know the name of it. They pre treat the roads with. There is salt in the brine. Thank you. Okay. But it's called, he's right, it's called brine. Okay, I didn't know it had a name. Yeah. I didn't know it had an official name. Yeah. You don't have that stuff y'all get up north that eat a hole in the bottom of your car. Let me tell you something. We remember <laughs> a year ago where I came back, I went up there and had some Georgia and. Georgia window 
fluid, washer yeah, fluid, in my car. Yeah, and I go, where are you from? Yeah. I said, oh, we came up here from Atlanta. He said, that windshield wiper ain't going to clean off your window up here in Chicago. <laughs> and I had no idea there was a difference as far as the temperatures yeah. that windshield wiper fluid would take care of. Like, obviously, I grew up there, so I just figure all windshield wiper, no matter what you were dealing with, would take care of your windows. Not the case. The, the fluid you get down here, and by the way, have you ever seen the cars of folks from up north visiting? You can tell when you drive by a house, it's all covered in salt. Yeah. It yeah, is. All, yeah. you, they just got off the interstate from coming down I-75. Um, I just, I didn't know that, that it was not going to get the slush and the stuff off my window. It made it worse. And then it froze. Whoa. Anything under 30 degrees for windshield wiper fluid here in Georgia ain't going to work up north. That was, that was a hard lesson to learn wow. from last year. Wow. Uh, we are going to pace ourselves as far as um, our Christmas festivities and talk about that, Eric's too. But if you're not familiar with Sam and I and what we do on the weekends, we're with you on um, Saturday and Sunday mornings, usually 6 to 8, 6 to 10. We're, the, the hours have been fluid because we are getting back now that football season is dying down to our normal hours. But one of the things that we started just last week, as a matter of fact, a new feature we're going to do with every show when we're gone from Saturday to Saturday or Saturday to Sunday. Or, or you know, we, we do a show on Sunday. We don't come back maybe till the next Sunday is our story of the week. Yeah. It's time for Sam and Greg's story of the week. Could be sports. Grapefruit League activity. Could be news. Could be entertainment. This is our first time on the VMAs. It could be, well, anything. You know what I'm saying? Sam and Greg's story of the week on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Greg. So there you have it. Uh, Story of the week brought to you by. Okay. We leave that blank for the name to be named later at some point. Man, I love that tag music you got on there, too. That's nice, isn't it? That's very nice. I thought that was McCoy Tyner there for a minute. Might be a little McCoy Tyner. All right. Oscar Peterson. Oh, big hands Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants to go for You go first, man. No, mine is a collective. Mine is a collective and a shout-out. We've heard so much talk about NIL, and it's been demonized. Yours is in sports. I mean, you know, it, it, it it is. It is because during this week leading up to Christmas, I can't tell you how many times I sasaw on social media that uh, college athletes were taking some of that NIL and doing some cool stuff in their community and giving back to kids. And I saw a number of Georgia players. I saw Malachi Starks and Brock Bowers uh, taking kids to uh, Dick Sporting Goods and just buying stuff for them. I mean, that's the other side of this. Everybody mm-hmm. talks about how you, you're paying players or you're paying whatever or guys getting in. And I don't – I see paying players as paying players. I see NIL and stuff you get for your name, image, and likeness. And so, um, which to me is different. Not just what you can do on the field, but your, but, but, but your total. And so it was great to see more college athletes using that to, uh, to do good things and give back to the community. So that's my collective uh, story for the week. Number one movie in the world, depending on who you want to believe, is Avatar. Heard about that. Have you seen that yet? No. Eric, you seen that? But you know what's out there, right? Right, right. This past week, and this is a story that I guess the announcement came a little while ago, but I didn't hear about it until this this past week. And they showed footage of preparation in the making of this movie. I'm sure there's going to be a whole other DVD, uh, not DVD, but there's going to be a whole other thing out there with what they did in prepping for this movie. James Cameron always does, no pun intended, a deep dive into showing the audience his struggles in putting together a project. 
One of the things that I saw during this was um, the training that the stars went through in preparation for this movie. They went through almost Green Beret-like training as far as water and holding your breath. So they were trained by these professionals. They did it on the other movies. They do it with people who do it all the time. The record for so-called, you know, quote-unquote celebrities who have done this training and have held their breath underwater, right? And I think you could imagine who it's been. And it was like five-plus minutes, and the record was held by Tom Cruise. Now, you oh, can see that, right? Yeah. Prepping yeah. for a Mission Impossible yeah, movie, yeah, right? Yeah. He, he got to be the, the corner. Well, it was broken. That number was broken, and they had it in this in this, in this thing for Avatar. And of all people who broke it, it was Rose from Titanic. How fitting was that? Kate Winslet, in preparation for this, held her breath to a new record of seven-plus minutes underwater. Whoa. I suppose if you go to YouTube, you can see this now. But she, and the fact is, apparently they have, her and other people have taken great pride in letting Tom Cruise know that he got his record busted by Rose. I can't wow. Winslet by yeah. Rose. From the yeah, by Rose. Time. But, but you, know, you know, if somebody's got to break it, considering that, that role. Yeah, but that was a movie, too, you know. Yeah, I know, I know. But yeah. it's like that she did it. So that was my story. It's like when I heard that, how long do you think you could hold your breath for? Gentlemen, oh, yeah, more yeah. than a minute? Oh, I take it back. More than 30 seconds? I would say a minute, maybe a minute 10 at the max. If you had to. Yeah, yeah. at the max. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know, but I'd probably be right around with y'all. Yeah, right around, the, right around that area, same thing. Seven minutes. Now, I've heard of that circular breathing that people do, like trumpet players. Yeah, hold a long note when they're yeah. playing. Hold a long, right. So as we sit here and listen to jazz, and I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Went Monstellas knows how to do that. that? I'm, 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 Mike Phillips says that all the time. Whenever he plays the national anthem, yep. an event, he holds that note forever. He did it at the celebration ball. Anyway, that was that was uh, that was our stories of the week here. Sam and I do that uh, beginning of each one of our shows. Please join us when we're not in here for John and Hugh on Saturday and Sunday mornings. Um, listen, let me give you an idea what we got coming up here. We're, we're we're in for these guys, but we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna obviously continue talking some Christmas stuff. We're gonna get into the Falcons and other NFL stories in the next segment. Kyle Sandy is gonna join us. Later on this hour. Now, if you don't know who Kyle Sandy is, well, you're going to get to meet him. But yeah, you will. When we, talk, when we want to talk anything high school basketball related, Kyle Sandy is our go-to dude. So he is going to join us coming up. Also, we're going to, well, we haven't, we haven't had a chance to talk to him about the implementation of the shot clock, have we? No. And we haven't had a chance. All of so we get into all of that. Mr. Crenshaw, when it comes to 7 o'clock uh, in the morning, I don't care what day of the week we're on, he's going to let you know what's going on. If anything... But if anything's going on locally, he will let you know about that. Friend of the show who is up in Philadelphia right now, but you uh, may remember him from doing local sports here, Gil Tyree. We talked to Gil every once in a while. There's a lot of stuff going on, been going on up there in the city of brotherly love. So we're going to talk to Gil. Plus, he's just somebody good to get on here. How about And that? he got that voice. He makes us feel, well, not all of us, but he makes a lot of folks inadequate because he comes on here sounding like Lou Rawls and all that stuff. <laughs> You know, that voice, right? Um, and last week, my story was about who we're going to talk about coming up at 740, and that's Alex, uh, Alec Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin. Why do I have a hard time just having his Why name flow out? I don't know. You Why? know his name's Why? like Why? that. Um, 
But it was amazing when we talked about it last week, the feat he had done. He'd become the third person to have 800 goals in the NHL, but he was still looking up at the guy who was number two. Well, not so much. So we're going to talk about that. But the, the, the records that have happened this past year in sports, folks landing in, in areas that we never thought we'd see somebody hit these numbers. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that. Also got David Archer joining us for his regular 820 visit. Arch. Arch, he's going to join us again. And Terrell Thomas. We have some stuff going on in the NBA. Even more so, we got some stuff going on with our Atlanta Hawks. So we are going to talk to uh, Terrell coming up at 920. We're going to have a whole lot of fun in between now and then. We can't thank you enough for making us a part of your day after Christmas, 26th, on this here December, this Monday morning. But Sam and I, we will do our best to keep you up on things and keep you occupied if you got to go out and run some errands. It's Sam and Greg, in for John and Hugh, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Well, he just did it. I ain't got a problem with it, but I mean, you, you can do it through New Year's Day. Who said that? Yeah, who said that? Where's that written? Bring it down a little bit. Let me bring it down a little bit. Just a little bit. Just asking. It's still Christmas season. It's, Christmas is a season. The holidays is a season. So you play Christmas music through New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. So how come they stop running t- Christmas commercials on TV? Because that's paid advertisement. This is music. Oh. And, they got, and, they, and they got new sales. Now yeah. the, the sun is the after Christmas sale. I understand that, but it's most folks they got no money to go after Christmas sale because they spend their money before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and I I agree with both of you. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying yeah. But, one should lend itself to the other. But I, I mean, but, I don't really care. I don't have a dog in this fight one way or the other. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine. Is there an expiration the date on playing Christmas music? Because people start usually start what start Halloween Thanks. this year. They started after Halloween. They started Labor Day. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Halloween? You know. So, okay. So, well, that's what I started noticing. That's, but there's no. But you're right. Date. I, I listen. I, I don't care. Okay. I, listen, we we hey, this ain't our house. We yeah. just in here. We just watching the house for a little bit. This okay. is John and Hughes. All so right. folks oh, get mad. Yeah. They put it on them. Well, go ahead and do that. <laughs> yeah. then. You put it on. Is there an expiration date on playing holiday music? I don't know Christmas music. I'm just Hit us up on Twitter. Or 404-741-0929. And while you're at it, when you get us on the phone, tell us about white pants after Labor Day. (laughs) (laughs) See why he got to go there. Well, there's another one of those things you ain't supposed to do. On the Sullivan Brothers Diamond Text Line. On on this 26th day of December, gentlemen, when the Pilgrims landed at Plymouth Bay. Do you know your history? Eric, you know your history? It happened on this day that the Pilgrims landed. They, they, They came ashore. In Plymouth Bay. That's the name of it, not that other, you know. Y'all got to know your history. Because, see, I could have tell you this was wrong there. Okay. Because I, I had it wrong there for a little while. I used to tell you I knew about them pilgrims when they came here and hit that big rock with their new Plymouth. The new Plymouth? See. I had to let that simmer for a minute. Explain, it's, it's actually an old J, D, D, Dean Martin joke. But we even know what a Plymouth is. I know. Oh, That's well. why I was letting you know it, but then, you know, nobody else would. It happened on this day, man. It was, people thought it was Plymouth Rock was the name of it, but no, it was Plymouth Bay. So Plymouth it happened, happened, happened on this day, man. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff that happened on this day. We're going to get into some of the um, stuff that happened, and at least I'd like to get your thoughts on on Pittsburgh and, and how they – 
um, pay tribute over the last couple of days of Franco Harris. Mm-hmm. And if you have a Franco Harris story, because you'd be in, you know, in a whole lot of locker rooms, maybe, uh, or something from your youth that you remember about him. Just I got a watching Frank- that game. Immaculate reception. I was pulling for the Raiders because remember I was my Raider. That was that was my team. I remember watching that watching that game. John that's Madden similar. is is still he loves Franco Harris, but to this day, yeah, that's one of those that will never ever ever be solved because of technology. Cam Rangel did not hit the <laughs> did didn't show the ground. Yep. Madden says that thing hit the ground. Now we sit here in an age where the, the game stopped for five minutes while they look at replays in the most infinitesimal little. Right, we right, can see right. now on a camera. I wonder what that would have shown. Is the fact that we have to speculate on whether or not it hit the ground is what's made that catch in that play so memorable. Well, the fact that he was alert enough to say, you know what, I'm going to run with this thing until somebody blows a whistle, which is mm-hmm. what coaches tell you. Go till you hear the whistle. That's right. He didn't hear a whistle. He got the thing and he kept running. So, hey, what are you going to do? Well, we'll talk about that, though. But listen, we got to start off and we're going to talk any kind of NFL. It's about our Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. And and like the turkey you had the other day or ham, whatever you had for Christmas, put a fork in it, cut it up, and move on. And yeah. your thoughts, though, this season? Because what were the expectations, honestly? A, was lot, a-, a lot less than what we saw, but the record probably about what we're seeing, I, I, I would think. Maybe a, maybe one, one less win or something. It was probably what people were expecting, you know, starting out. But the team went out and was competitive in the game. I think that's the thing that made it so aggravating was to come close in so many games. Yeah, um, That's aggravating in one way, but considering what's possibly to come for this team, they got money to spend, and you don't know what free agents or guys want to move around to see what's happening in Atlanta, potentially see what's happening in Atlanta, say, hey, I want to be a part of it. You feel good about that part of it, Greg, because right. – you know, the coach shows you, hey, this is what it's going to look like when we get the right pieces in place. This is what's going to happen. When we get those one or two extra players in, those things that have gone against us and made us have that same result so many times will get us over the hump more times than not, especially in a season like this in the NFC when mediocrity is like running amok. You well, know and I mean? moreover, this division too. Yeah, but that, 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 absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So, and that's the other thing that, that makes people so mad because you said, "Man, we just win." I mean, two or really? Three more of these games, <laughs> we, we'd be we'd be in Fat City, right? But I mean, but how far would you go in the postseason? How far would this this team is not built to go far into the postseason? Moreover, what would this have been had he had success? In other words, we're seeing the end result of what was unknown earlier. I didn't know Mariota had some kind of little injury he needed tending to. I didn't know, you know, as soon as he was benched, as soon as, he, you know, the change was made, I got to go leave and tend to some, you know, some injuries I got. So let's say he did win some of those games, some of those matchups. And what you saw and what you described about the early part of the season, I don't know. I looked at this whole season going into it as a transitional period. Okay, the Matt Ryan era is now behind. We have a draft pick. We don't know what we're going to get with Ritter. So, like we talked about with Archer last week, when is this guy's game going to slow down to where he can be the type of quarterback he will eventually become? Well, does Atlanta have time for that to happen? They're going to give him a year, year and a half, two years, whatever it is for, for Desmond to get comfortable. So we go out with Mariota. And Mariota, like, you know, we, we've got a mobile quarterback. We ain't seen that in this town for a minute, right? He goes out and he does some things, and he does some special things. But along with that, you know, there's give and take. My point is, had he 
had had the the negative aspects of of what he was trying to do or this team was the games that they were going to win, would you want him to continue being that quarterback with now expectations thrown on Marcus Mariota to get us into the playoffs? Because we see what's going on with New Orleans and Carolina and and Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. So this is the opportunity. And listen, this dude is going to be playing out of his heels because when's the last time he had an opportunity to take a team to the playoffs? But we got an experienced quarterback for just that. Maybe not the full run from from soup to nuts. You know, you usually want that dude to come in if there's an injury game six and finish the job. Right. But from him to be that guy, that starting quarterback from top to finish, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that I don't want him hurt, but, you know, Desmond got a chance to see what it's like. He got to see game speed. He got to get whacked a bunch of times, but you know, not from the starting position. And now he's getting his chance. He gets a couple of really tough ah, defenses. And yes, he yes. The Saints defense is tough, and, and the you know Ravens. My goodness, you know that's the thing. And the elements, not to mention the elements, you had to play in Saturday. And the refs. But, there was that, some that, ignorant that calls coming out that game. But also, you're playing against a really tough defense on their field, and so we saw red zone issues when you could get a drive down. Yeah. You needed to get six, you couldn't get them. I mean, you're seeing that that frustration too. Um, so, you know, what do you draw from it? What do you draw? I'm glad we got Dave Archie coming up later on and, and will join us in the 8 o'clock hour. 8.20. Just to say what, 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 what should we draw from what we've seen, you know, of young Desmond Ritter so far in these two games. You got two more to go. You got Arizona and then Tampa Bay, of course. And uh, that Tampa Bay game I won't mean what we had hoped for a time that it might mean. But as, do you as, it, they, as they continue to pull games out. Do you feel like – Arthur Smith got a chance to do what he wanted to do with this team this year. Because, again, Mariota wasn't going to be the long-term solution at quarterback. No. He was a placeholder. Right. And and so now you're seeing – so I guess this question should be answered in a few games or asked in a few games. But as you sit here right now with these last few games and they're out of the playoffs and they're going to play spoilers, do you feel – how much of his – I guess is the best way to put it, in a scale of 1 to 10 – where would you say Arthur Smith's sitting at right now with what he wanted to do or what he wanted this team to transition into? When you think of the Atlanta Falcons, this is what you're going to get. That's what every team strives to be. Right. And, you know, as much as, you know, <laughs> we're seeing it. We're seeing I'm, it. I'm putting it around a seven and a half. You put in a seven? Around, around a seven and a half to eight but because we're seeing what, could potentially be. You got to get the other pieces in place. Right. But I think he showed us this season. I think we saw this team do some things that we don't ordinarily see a Falcons team do. We saw the running game. Now, I was just going to say, we so got a running slow, game, right? it looks like it appears, you that know, we didn't have before. Right. And so we wondered about this line. We thought mm-hmm. this line wasn't going to be able to produce anything. This line was very productive for the, for the run, not so much for the pass, but for the run. And uh, defense, you got some holes. You still need some pass rush. You know, you've had some injuries in your secondary. Brady needs some help. He, 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 he needs yeah, some help. Absolutely. So that those are some things that you saw. But even with that, we saw special teams score touchdowns. We saw all kind of stuff that we don't normally see. So uh, I'm pleased about seeing those things that we don't get to see normally from this Falcons team, at least not in recent years. And what it could mean for the future, we get those right pieces in place. And the pieces who really played like they want to stay here this year, let's lock them in. <sighs> You just hope, and this is a this is the thing we were talking about with the Hawks, and we'll get into them in a little bit too. Oh yeah, that you you hoped, and I don't know when it will happen and what it will look like, but this becomes a 
a free agent destination. Yeah. Not just because it's Atlanta. We know every athlete wants to. They want to come. Well, they want to be here. in Atlanta. I don't yeah. know if they want to work yeah, in Atlanta. Off-season condo or something. You know <laughs> I mean, mean, really. Anyway, it's Sam and Greg. We are in for John and Hugh on this day after Christmas, and we hope that you had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, happy holidays, and all of that stuff. Mr. Crenshaw's working on his jump shot over there. Or are you just trying to tell me yeah. to leave? No, no, okay. jump shot because we got coming up next. <laughs> oh, well, go ahead and introduce That's your buddy. Good. Coming up next, man, we're going to talk high school hoops. Kyle Sandy keeps an eye on everything high school basketball around the state. He'll tell us where these good holiday tournaments you'll want to catch uh, coming. I know what one is anyway, but he'll, he'll tell us where they all are coming up next. It's Sam and Greg in for John and Hugh on this morning after Christmas on Sports Radio 1990 Game and 1990Game.com. Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. We are in for John and Hugh on this 26th day of December. This was part of my week, my, my holiday, my, my Christmas night. Right. Well, Christmas Eve. Prince. Prince. Well, one of the things we do, I'll tell you about my main one later on when we talk about things that we, we do in this day, but we had um, my nephew over for the first time. And it's always interesting when you have that relative over that you've had over since he was a kid, and this is the first time he could drink. Uh, he's in his 20s. I ain't seen him in a while, and he's yeah. over with it, you know, getting ready to have give birth. And so one of the things that keeps the folks who don't want to sit in the kitchen talking, they come out to the living room to put TV on, and if they don't watch the game, one of the things, YouTube will keep you occupied forever. Yeah, it will. And one of the things that we, we did bouncing around was watching some old um, Super Bowl halftime shows. Okay. We got discussing some of that, the best ones, and, of course, yeah. last year's, and then Prince's. And they had, oh, I never saw a Prince. Well, you, it's because you yeah, were a little kid, man. man. You didn't know nothing about it. So showed him that. So, yeah, we showed him some Prince and some other stuff, escapades from that night, which we'll get into later. But Sam and Greg, as we sit here on this uh, 26th day, this Monday morning, in for John and Hugh, we're still bringing uh, elements of our show, which we do on Saturday and Sunday mornings. And a guy who's a, uh, a regular and a friend of the show is Kyle Sandy because yeah. we want to know high schools. First of all, you let us know about pretty much everything having to do on the high school level. But And we get specific you start bringing in your 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 generals. Specialists, specialists. You bring your generals in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is one of them. The guy keeps it up on everything as far as basketball goes. Uh, meeting us now for the first time this season. Cal yeah, Sandy. Where you uh, been? Welcome. Welcome. And where you been? Hey. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. How you guys been? It's been a long time. Absolutely, man. I was 50 pounds ago since I seen you. We talked to you. <laughs> oh, my heavens. Yeah. Well, Jeez, well, I wish I could say the same. I need to lose some weight. <laughs> you had a wonderful time, you and the family, or whatever you did. If you're by yourself with dogs, how how many folks were you with, Kyle? Gosh, that's a good question. Uh, I was with the girlfriend's family. I was with my family. Then we went to my extended family, aunts and uncles. So it was a good uh, cast of characters. So we were all over the place. We were in Woodstock. We were in. Uh, Marietta, we were, you know, I'm from Flowery Branch. She just got home this morning right before I jumped on the phone with you. So we're all over the place, but it was a lot of fun. And a whole lot of warm coats, too, I would, yeah, I'd I know imagine. Right. I know <laughs> right. Oh, yes, definitely. Layered up. Yeah, it was always about talking to you this time of year because the high school football season ends. And I always tell people you're missing some of the best part 
of the basketball season because you got some matchups that you just won't get when you get into your region play. Some matchups you wish you could see are taking place right now, right? Right, yeah. There were already a lot of really good uh, tournaments that started off the season. You got your holiday hoops giving always around Black Friday and Thanksgiving. You had four Sandy Spiel events. The Showcase Series all went very well with boys and girls, so that was a lot of fun being able to provide that platform. And now uh, we're heading into the new year, and there's a a ton of events to get to. Uh, If you're a big basketball fan right now, if Santa did not bring you that basketball under your Christmas tree, you can go and, you know, pick up a ball and go to a game and watch some good ones because the Deep South Classic is about to start. At Brookwood, we have Buford hosting an event, and there's some other ones all across the state. So a lot of good basketball being played right now, both boys and girls. I didn't know. I I never heard, and maybe it's just me being kind of disconnected from high school basketball as much as I am, but working with you, I find out these things. But some of the names of these, and like I didn't know about Lemon Street Classic. Yeah. Mm. I know about that. How'd that go off this year, which was on the uh, 22nd? That's right. Yeah, that was a good one. They always do a really good job over there at Marietta High School. They honor the past and look forward to the future. Um, so they're very respectful of what they do in the history of uh, the city of Marietta. But, yeah, always a lot of really good basketball teams come over there. Got to watch Lovett play. Got to watch McDonough play. Got Christ School from the Carolinas coming into town. So it was a really good event. I was able to get out there for the very final day. But uh, loads and loads of talent. Um, you got to see guys from, you know, Calhoun, like Dylan Faulkner, six foot nine forward. That's a senior that's going to be going to Lipscomb, jumps out of the gym. He's always super exciting to watch. Christian Anderson, of course, a little junior that's committed to play uh, at Michigan at Lovett, averages over 30 points per game. So there are a ton of stars there. It always goes very, very well at the Lemon Street Classic. Folks, spending time on the waitforit.com. Let's outline this morning with Kyle Sandy. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at Kyle Sandy 355 at Kyle Sandy 355 or at Sandy Spill, either one. All right, we're looking at these rankings. Uh, talk about the rankings and what what's uh, what speaks out to you right now. Starting to see looking yeah. at the boys. Yeah, the boys side of the rankings. Yeah, it's uh you know it's usually uh, the usual suspects in Class 7A. You can always kind of figure that the top seven or eight teams. Uh, there's going to be a Grayson in there. There's going to be a Norcross and a Keechan. Uh, but Wheeler's a team that a lot of people are chasing right now. I know they took a couple losses at the City of Palms, but that roster is just so loaded with Isaiah Collier and, of course, Arrington Page, both of them going to USC over in California. That's a dynamic backcourt duo. You know, 6A has been an interesting shuffling of the deck. Everyone thought Grovetown uh, would be the team to beat, but they've struggled with the national schedule, and they've got beat a few times by some teams in the state. And then 5A is going to be a really fun one. you got Kel that is just – piling on wins with the big man Peyton Marshall that committed to play at Auburn, only a junior, over seven foot tall. Uh, it's kind of a, a differing style of play when you got a big guy like that for Kell and then Eagles landing. They want to run, 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 run uh, with David Thomas, who's committed to play at Mercer. So there's a lot of good basketball, uh, top of the classifications, all the way to the very smaller ones. So it, it's, you know, it's a fun time of year to see all these top ten matchups and all these different events throughout the state of Georgia. Kyle Sandy joining Sam and Greg in for John and Hugh on the Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Forgive me for not knowing this. I'm sure Sam knows this, but for purposes of our audience, is there a program out there that has had the coveted football and basketball doubleheader as far as championships in the same year? Is that something that happens rare, or is this something that happens regularly? 
Um, I wouldn't say it happens regularly. I, I'm I'm sure Buford has pulled it off, especially if you're considering on the girls' side. I know probably more tilted towards the boys. It gets a little bit tougher, but um, yeah, it doesn't. I don't. I, I wouldn't Buford's say it happens. Done it, and I think I think Norcross yeah. pulled it off once or twice too. Yeah, and that, I know Grayson hasn't been able to win a state title on the boys' side, but I know they're really good in football. They always have a chance. So it doesn't happen all too often, but there's always a you know, an opportunity for some of these schools to come up and, and nab one after they see their, their teammates get it done on the gridiron. And there's some places where the teams don't get a basketball teams have a soft launch of their schedule. They don't play games till around the holiday tournament because they know football is going to be going. I think that's in your lower classifications where you only got so many boys in the school, Kyle. Yeah, that's a, especially when you're on those, those smaller schools and you're talking class 1A. Like you said, some of these teams, they don't tip until almost a full month after everyone else does because they just don't have the numbers. And if all those numbers are playing on the football field, you, you, you simply can't field a team. And then the worst one is you, it's kind of cringeworthy when you, you, you say, okay, we're not going to play for this first month of the season because we're going to take a deep run at football. And then they get knocked out in the first round. So then we're just sitting here, you know, having practice uh, between each other for basketball for like, you know, three weeks when it's like, shoot, we could have got into one of these early season tournaments, but they weren't expecting to lose in football. So that's always kind of tough to see, but you do see teams take that approach. And more often than not, when they start their season late, it is for good reason because their football teams are taking such a deep run into the state tournament. You know, it seemed like everybody had to come back to the starting line during COVID. And now it's year and a half, two seasons, if you will, removed from it. Has the cream risen to the top again, or has there been a program that's ascended that you didn't expect to be there and be a power like they they, they were this season? Uh, I think pretty much everything is what you, you simply expect. I mean, let's be honest. The, the transfer game keeps a lot of these schools uh, relevant. You know, there's not a lot of ebbs and flows on some of your top programs just because you win and then people want to move in there, and then it's just a vicious cycle of continuing to have talent and talent and talent. Uh, so there, there's usually not too many schools that – uh, you know, come up and are good for a few years and then disappear and dissipate. If you ever see that, that's going to be in your smaller classifications. Like a team like Westside Augusta, um, you know, winning their first title in forever uh, last year, uh, that's a really good team. They're still currently ranked number one in Class 2A, and that's a team that is really built and built and built, and you kind of saw it as freshmen, as sophomores, as juniors last year, and now such a senior-heavy team. Um, you know, like I said, in the smaller classifications is where you more so see teams that kind of go through those ebbs and flows and, you know, the, the tide uh, rising up. And then when they have all upperclassmen, they're really, really good. And then sometimes you hit a little bit of a restart button once they graduate. But other than that, you know, COVID hasn't really affected too much as far as propelling teams that you never thought would be good uh, into the statewide picture. Can I talk about our girls a little bit because uh, they're highly recruited from my area as well. Looking at Archer, Brookwood. Uh, some names up at the top of the seven day, but there's Norcross and there's Buford. Uh, and talk about Buford being in the largest classification for the first time. Yeah, they are in the largest classification for the first time, and they're off to a good start now. They haven't necessarily played as much of a difficult schedule as some of these other teams have done because I know once they're in a, a certain classification, uh, they don't like to really schedule other teams in that classification because they could see them during the state tournament time. So that kind of wipes off Buford. Uh, really playing a lot of 7A schools because that's just something that the program doesn't really like to do. They want to wait till 
state tournament time to play teams like that, and that makes sense. Uh, but Buford, they're, they're tough. Ava Grace Watson, as long as she stays healthy, and she's been healthy this year, you know, she's pouring in probably well over 20 points per game. She's a highly recruited kid, going to play at a Power 5 school, just electric with the ball in her hands and shoots so, so well. Uh, she was really the engine that makes Buford go, and they got some other good players around her. Taylor Romano is a good three-point shooter. Betty Wynn is a good ball handler as well. So that Buford team, they're tough, and if they can dictate their tempo and play with that, that full-court press, and if other teams don't have good guard plays, they will wilt against Buford, and Buford's going to be a scary team to see in the Class 7A state playoffs. Uh-oh, he put it out there. Yeah. He got everybody else riled up. Ooh. That's that's what he does. He got <laughs> yeah, everybody. He, he, I didn't hear him mention my school. All right, y'all. Uh-oh. This is what Kyle Zandy said. Uh-oh. Don't say McEachin. Don't say McEachin. No, no, no. I'm not doing that no more. No, I'm not carrying that water no more. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. I just, the whole, the whole, the whole, just West Cobb. I'm, 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 I have love for all of West Cobb anymore. Because, you know, I was excluding Hillgrove from that. I was excluding Marietta High School from that. And, you know, God bless McEachin, but, you know. Yeah, Nobody cool. ever reached out to me over they're, there, so I'm like, I'm just going. The folks right around the corner from your house. I know, man. but you know, I've been, you know, how many years did I reach out to them and say something, and then you know, Coach Hockman left, and then his son left, mm-hmm. and all of them. I got no connection, so it's just I got love for all the West Cobb. How about right. that? Okay, right. I want it's everybody. To, I want everybody to get into the West Cobb heaven. All right. Or West Cobb. So, you know, so when the kitchen win the state championship, they're not going to let you on the five. Truck. They probably won't, but that's okay. <laughs> I, they know I'll say, you know. I'm not like that. Anyway, listen, Kyle, as always, man, thank you. Thank you for joining us on this Monday, this day after Christmas. We look forward to getting you back on the Sunday, or Saturday or Sunday show. But uh, enjoy the rest of your holidays. Hey, thank you, guys. So good to hear from you. You were the main stocking stuffer I wanted. You were the main present I wanted under my tree. I talked to Sam and Greg, and I was able to get it. So thank you so much. Great Christmas. Thank hey, you, guys. Hey, Kyle, before you go, we got a question for you. I thought you said we had it because I had one for I, I'm, too. I'm running this ship. How long can you play oh. Christmas music? Ooh. Uh, I would say till uh, once you hit January 1st, it's got that, to be. That's my boy. You can go now. <laughs> see, 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 see. Sorry, Sam, Sam, it's, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get, we, you know, we'll pace ourselves. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 